What's up, everybody? This is episode 22. And before we get started, some sponsors, non-sponsors, some people I know that have okayed me to put this out there because I kind of believe in the services that they do. And that is R&K Mobile RV Repair. Any sort of moving camper, trailer, deer camp, mobile living device, you name it. They can fix it on these things. If you have leaky windows, they got you covered. Broken AC, they got it. If you have a broken heater, you guessed it, they can fix it. If you have a clogged toilet, well, guess what? You don't want to be living with a clogged toilet in that tight of quarter smelling that nasty of things. And they can drive out there and fix those things for you. Anything from mechanical to cosmetic, they can fix on your mobile device. So give them a shout. Go check out their website, rnkmobilerverepair.com, and let them know that 95 Adventure sent you. Now, the next one is going to be C-Lite, S-E-E-L-I-T-E. Go check them out on Instagram. They do lighting, like light bars, custom lighting frames, duck boats, four-wheelers, you name it, uh, cars, SUVs, whatever you need it for. It really doesn't matter. They, they do these custom LED lights that are just amazing and phenomenal and seamless. They've been on TV, on the Outdoor Channel and Outdoor Network or whatever. Anyway, I don't want to misspeak with that, but I know they've been on TV rigging out all sorts of things for people, and uh, they just do quality work, and they ship all over the country. So go check them out. And let them again know that 95 Adventures sent you. Now, after those commercials or sponsors, non-sponsors, I'm going to get into this episode. And that is episode 22 with Michael Aquino. I talked to him over Twitter. We went back and forth. He agreed to come on the podcast. I'm so glad he did because now I feel like I have a new friend. Uh, He's my friend in New Jersey, my first one. And it was a lot of fun getting to talk to him about his podcast, Time Storm, and how he works on it with him and his wife and how he's pursuing his passion to do so. And it, it's a really good podcast. I can't say enough. Go check it out. Listen to it. Let him know that we sent you. Let him know what you think of the podcast. Rate and review it. It really helps out any of us that are doing that. But I will support his stuff because he's such a good guy and because I enjoy the podcast. So, Without any further ado, please enjoy this episode with Michael Aquino. All right. And we're going. All right. So it's Michael, right? Michael, yeah. Yeah. You go by Michael. All right. Cool. Yeah. Michael's cool. Yep. Awesome, man. And uh, I guess you li- you said you lived in New Jersey. Um, yes. Am I your first New Jersey person you're Your first New way? Jersey person. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. I got Syracuse and now New Jersey, which is which is crazy because me setting up the times, I had to learn on the first one. Like, oh hey, when you tell them five thirty, that they're thinking they're five thirty, right? Right. And that's right. four thirty for me, and I'm like, oh, that didn't work out very good. Yeah. So, uh, you've interviewed a lot of people in Texas, so it's I guess it's easier in that respect. And you're only in one time zone, right? There's no yep, Texas just, doesn't travel two time zones, right? Nope. It's just one. No, nope, yeah. just one. No, it should. It's so big, but it doesn't. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big that direction, too, where it should be two, two time zones. It goes for a while. But I guess I met you through the that radio public thing uh, on Twitter when they posted yeah. that. And we all kind of like shared our thing. And I got all excited when I saw my name on there. And um, having a conversation, then listen to your podcast, man. They're really good. Um, oh, thanks so much. And uh, then the the time storm one, but uh, as we were talking about kind of before the podcast started, um, I asked you what you did for a living, and I'll go ahead and let you explain. Yeah, sure. So uh, about a little less than six months ago, I left my full-time nine-to-five job uh, <laughs> and decided I was going to go back to the creative kind of freelance life. You know, it's it's... It's a difficult, you know, decision to make, especially when you have the stability and you have the, you know, you have the benefits, you have the constant, you know, consistent salary. And, and but it was, um, I just got to the point where I felt like, you know, I'm not getting any younger and I, there's so many things I want to do. And I feel like, you know, I can, I can get that nine to five again. You know, I can, I can, I can go back to that in, um, in a few years if things don't work out, but I want to know that I tried to uh, pursue what I really wanted to do uh, full out. And, you know, if I fail, I fail. If I succeed, I succeed. But I just wanted to know that I was able to, to go out there and, and, and do it and, and um, really get excited about being creative again. So 
uh, about six months, I decided I was going to do that. And now I'm, you know, living a very freelance life, doing, um, getting jobs that I, I, you know, that work with my talents and abilities to be able to, you know, make ends meet in the, one of the most expensive parts of the country. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just doing that so that I'm able to have the time to do uh, my creative projects that I want to do, like Time Storm, what you were talking about. Yeah, which is really cool. I even told my wife, like, hey, this is a good one for, like, the kids to listen to on a road trip. It tells a story. They can listen to it and get into it. And I know my son, especially the younger ones, my son and my daughter, um, they will go nuts over. They love all that stuff. So it would have been. I listened to it. I was like, man, and it sounds great. Which would, what made me a little nervous having you on the podcast. I was like, oh man, not <laughs> oh, no, a producer man. over here. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's that's the really cool thing. You know, it's like I think podcasts. Uh, what's really cool about what you're doing and about what you know, just the gamut of podcasts that are out there because I listen to a lot. And what's really cool is that it just, you know, it really levels the playing field for a lot of people to be able to, to, you know, you know, get what they have to say out, you know, and it's, it's really cool what you're doing. You know, you're, you know, from what I've gathered from what you're doing, it's like you're, you're engaging people and talking to people that are passionate about life and are passionate about adventures in life, whether it's actual adventures and going out and traveling a lot or, or people that are, are really pursuing their passions. And that's really that's really a cool thing. And yeah, you know, like, you know, what I'm doing is, is very, is a very polished, you know, podcast, but at the same time, there's, there's room for, for everybody, you know what I mean? And that's, that's what's really cool about this whole medium of podcasts, you know? And um, thanks for the, the compliment on the sound <laughs> of it. And time storm absolutely is, you know, it's like this, this podcast that, we imagine, you know, families listening to on a car ride, like you were saying, like while they're going to wherever, they're traveling to, you know, uh, you know, soccer, a soccer game, or they're going on a hike and they have to travel, you know, 30 minutes and they can listen to this in the car while they're going there, or they can listen while they're doing chores together, you know, put it on, put it on some speakers and let it just play, you know, so that's kind of our, 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 you know, what we imagine people are doing when they're listening to Time Storm, you know, um, is that kind of like family time, being yeah. able to sit down and kind of listen to this cool thing. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was that, it was really cool. It definitely brought like, it came across as that way where you could yeah. just be like my, my teenage daughter might be listening to it in a room while doing homework. Right, uh, right, right. That right. sort of stuff. Now, yeah, you... that's, that's, that's the goal, you know, is to get that, get the kids interested. And, you know, just for your audience members who might not know what Time Storm is, Time Storm is a, um, is a serialized podcast that um, follows two, two twins from Newark, New Jersey, two Puerto Rican twins from Newark, New Jersey, who go back in time to recover part of Puerto Rico's lost history. So it's, it's, you know, it's a time traveling, sci-fi, uh, you know, fun adventure series that's done in short episodes every episode's about you know between 15 and 20 minutes so it's easy to listen to you know it's not a long commitment and you know especially for kids they you know they kind of want things quick you know yeah. <laughs> they don't want to sit for too long so it, it's kind of cool for them to be able to kind of listen get engaged and then have to wait two weeks till the next episode goes out you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You, now you said you did uh, this with your wife again i'm sorry you said that you, you did this you do this like podcast project with your wife yeah that's right yeah me and, and donya ramos my wife she's um donya writes everything so she she's in oh, charge wow. she does she conceived the piece she's written it you know um so she's in charge of that creative aspect of time storm and what i do is i do all of like you were saying like the audio parts of it mixing the the recording of the actors, the doing the sound effects, you know, getting it all together, mixing it and mastering it so that it sounds uh, fun to listen to. You know, who, who so do you get to my, do? My job her job. Who do you get to do all like the voices and stuff on there? Oh man, yeah, that's that's a challenge, man. So yeah. Danya actually, we we both worked on it, but it's mostly Danya's Danya's um, uh, thing. She she we had twenty one actors. Uh, yeah, we had 21 actors Whoa. come to our, we have a home recording studio here that came to our place over the course of maybe about five or six days. And we recorded them, we fed them, it was like, it was chaos, but it was really cool and so much fun. And, you know, we're in an area where there are a lot of, 
we're lucky we're in an area where there are a lot of performers. So it's like, it's, and we have a lot of friends who are performers and Danya has a lot of, actually a lot of people in her family that are performers. So it just was really not easy, but easier, you know, to kind of call on these people that are just awesome performers and just great people to be able to, to participate and record. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of forgot, like I kind of forgot for a second. Um, and talking to you about it, that you actually do some acting as well. So that probably helps out yeah. with getting people on the show. Like you make friends and you want them and they want to get out there. And so they, they'll they come and do the show for you and stuff like that too. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we've been, you know, I've been uh, out of school for, for some time now. And, you know, for 10 years out of school, um, I was acting. So that's, that was my, you know, that's what I was doing. I was, I was doing it pretty much, you know, as full time as I could, you know, and then about 10 years ago, I got kind of burnt out on it. And I had a pretty bad experience where I got, um, I actually I started developing a polyp on my vocal cords. And I was just like, I was at a point where this job came up, I had this issue with my body. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna take this full time job and kind of let that go. And, you know, just take that stability and not have to worry about well, where's, where's the next job coming from. Um, so during that time, I, we met a lot of people and we got to really kind of get a lot of connections in a different area, in different areas. And I kept those connections. We kept those people because they were just really, we met a lot of really cool people. So we just stayed friends with them. We hung out with them. So when it came around again, where we're like, okay, well, we have this project now. Would you guys want to be involved? It was like a no brainer for some, for some of these people. It was like, of course, you know, cause we are just good friends. We, we really get along together and, and it, it you know, we're really lucky too, where we got a lot of um, Latino actors to be in it, you know, and that's really key because we're we're dealing with this the subject of Puerto Rico, and we really wanted to make sure that we had Latino actors, and we have a lot of actually Puerto Rican actors, which is really cool that are involved in the piece. So it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat, yeah. So it's like we're really kind of blessed with the fact that we have uh, so many talented, really cool friends that we have. So well, where yeah. did you where did you come up for the idea with it? Like the idea of making the kids one and then the time storm and the, all that stuff. Like where, where did that thought come from? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Actually, you know, my wife, um, she, uh, she was in a, she, she submitted an idea for a contest, a playwriting contest in New Jersey, maybe about six or maybe six years ago or something like that. And it was for, um, uh, there was a professional theater company in New Jersey that was looking for ideas that involved New Jersey history. So the play had to involve New Jersey history. And she came up with this idea that um, eventually became Time Storm. So, you know, she came up with this idea. It didn't, um, it didn't get chosen to be the play, but she was like, you know, I really want to do something with this. And it developed from there into Time Storm. It, it became a different thing, but it was because of that, that contest that she developed it into Time Storm, which was really cool. Uh, and then about three years ago, we, when we were revisiting the idea, we literally went to a hotel for like a weekend. And we're like, let's just figure it. We had like whiteboards, we had post notes, and we were just figuring it all out. You know, we were just like, this is, you know, we figured out what we wanted to do with it. And then we were just like, actions in place. And about three years ago, we started really kind of working on it and working on it little by little you know i had a full-time job she had a full-time job so it was like it was when we could do things you know yeah. when we had extra time but you know in the past year uh we really kind of revved it into gear and, and then by the time i left my job we were ready to kind of just begin recording and just went at it hard so yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool because it was like this idea in a different form that was like, we didn't, you know, we, we saw the value in it and we're like, we, how can we do this? And how can we make this really exciting? And podcasts are great because especially audio fiction and what we're doing, um, it's like, you can create worlds without needing a huge budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we were to make time storm into a movie, we need millions of dollars we don't because you know we're creating it for your ears you don't have to see the visual you're creating the visual in your head and that's what's really kind of neat about you know creating time storm it is neat and it's neat for like i'm on the road a lot and i mentioned this in um uh, in one of the podcasts with um the vet betty 
Yeah. Um, but when you're driving so much and you're on the road so long, you kind of live in your imagination anyway. Like you see right. things in your head. I know I'm driving and I'm paying attention to the road and everything's going on. But when you drive these long distances, all of a sudden you listen to a podcast or an audio book and the things come to life like out in front of you. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it was interesting you say that because I was, I had a, in, in um, college, I took this, this film course and, and I, this one thing the teacher always, the, the professor told me, he, he told the class was like, you know, something's really good when you look at, when you watch a movie and then you look at reality differently, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it starts to affect the way you look at reality and you know, that's how you're watching or listening to something really cool because it's affecting you that way, you know? And that's, that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. That's how, you know, you're like listening to something that's really cool when yeah. you can look out and like things are like changing for you. You're like, Oh, those birds look different now, you know, or, you know, that, that truck, looks different now, you know, and that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is, it really is cool. And it gives me something else to, um, kind of take, like when I'm driving, I know my perspective is all I can speak from, but it gives me something else where I can, um, keep my mind off of the mundane drive and actually makes it safer for me than just yeah, like yeah. listen to the music or just, it, it like keeps my mind running at a high level because I, I like, so in time storm, I've got these kids in my head and I can see them and I can see the whole scenario that you're describing. And it was, it was really cool. Like I'm sitting there and I was doing that while I was doing like a, some end of the year meeting stuff and I'm listening oh, to nice. it. And then I just stopped doing my end of the year meeting stuff and listened to the podcast for a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And then I was like, That's great. I was like, Oh, like, it's too. over. You know what I mean? Holy crap, what did I just hear? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um but you are right, it does do that. Now the writing part of it is interesting. So your wife writes it and then these actors come in and have to to bring it to life. Right. So right. that process of finding out what works and what doesn't, you don't have those people there with you to try the material out. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, we the process is usually usually this way. Well she'll write it we'll have, we'll set up a recording session. And then before the recording session, we'll sit down the actors and we'll read through it before we record it just to kind of hear what it sounds like and to make sure like, you know, things are being said the right way. They feel comfortable saying them and that everyone's on the same page with what we're recording before we record it. Because when you're in the recording, you know, you're thinking about a lot of different things. So you just want to make sure you have that groundwork laid before you go in to record, but then we go in to record. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's challenging and, and you don't get a lot of time to be able to rehearse it, but you do get, um, you do, you have, what we do is we do multiple takes of scenes. So we'll have like two or three takes of each scene. So if something doesn't really work or, or we think it's different, it should be said differently and we got them to say it a different way, we can, we can kind of mix, mix, mix and match things. So that's it's, cool. it's kind of how it works. It's pretty, it's neat. It's a, it, you know, at times it's like a puzzle, but it's a, for me, you know, maybe for not some, people, <laughs> some other people, it's a fun puzzle. You know, it's fun to be like, Oh, you know, you know, I think this take of her saying this really fits better here. So it's like taking that and it's, you know, it's, it's different. I don't know if you've ever seen a live theater performance, but yeah, you know, when you're watching theater, you're in the moment and you know, you can't mix and match lines. It's whatever comes out. But what's really kind of cool about audio drama and audio fiction is you kind of feel like, all right, I'm well, that works there. So let's try that, you know? So that's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. That process of being able to like take two or three scenes and you're getting everything down. And also you're getting kind of the raw performance from the actors at the same time. So that's probably why right. you, you get all these cool little things that you can mix and match. I dig that, man. Yeah, That's pretty yeah cool. and it's really cool because the actors will surprise us too with things. They'll say things in a way or react in a way that we're like, "Oh, we weren't thinking that," but that sounds really cool. So let's keep it, you know. So that's it's it's a you know it's a fun process for us. Yeah, people uh, people just they don't realize like it, I didn't realize until I started doing it how much work this was. I oh, love yeah. doing it. Like I, I have. It doesn't matter if it ever makes money. It doesn't matter right. if nobody listens. I love doing this thing. Like it's a passion of mine to just do this podcast. Absolutely. Um, and Aaron, I can say from listening to what I've listened to, I can tell 
for what you do that you're passionate about what you're doing and that that makes a difference you know what i mean that that that's really cool to hear that you're passionate about it because you know you know your passion is what's going to pull in these other people to really kind of be attracted and talk to you about their passions i know? hope so, so that's cool yeah well thank you man thank you yeah. I'm never the best at accepting compliments. I'm kind of weird. Oh. I'm more hard on myself. I go and listen to all the episodes over again and I nitpick where I could have done better every single right, time. Right. Like, okay, where can I, I, I do that on purpose. Like I go back and listen to all my stuff and I go, okay, where can I improve on questions? What people want to hear, maybe here, you know, and I ask people, but, um, as far as yours goes, you have, it's a lot of work to put together. So, being able to you you almost have to not have a full-time job to be able to mix and match those pieces of that puzzle put yeah. it together properly that that's a it sounds easy you're just like oh i don't like that i'll just put it here it's yeah. a long process to put together 15 minutes of a story <laughs> like that yeah 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 no yeah. thanks man thank you it, it is it is it is a and you know it's funny it's like i'm getting quicker at it and i think that's and I, you probably feel that too and yeah. the more podcasts you do the quicker you get at starting to do things and the, the, the easier certain things get. So it's like your speed begins to increase. I mean, you're a guy that does CrossFit, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like the first time you do whatever exercise, you know, you're like, you're, you're like, you're coughing up a lung. But then by the time you get to like three weeks from now, it's like, oh, you know, this is a lot. It becomes a little easier. So yeah. like that. It's like this. It's funny. It's like these same life lessons that we learn in different areas apply to every. I feel like they just apply to everything we do. Like it, it's becoming quicker for me to kind of pull and mix and match these lines, and it doesn't take me as long, you know. And it'll get even quicker, and I'll find shortcuts and I'll find things that really work. So yeah, it's it, it's it's it feels like a full time job now, and I'm hoping, you know, that as we go along, it'll just become, it'll become simpler. And it is, I mean, I feel like it is. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Now, do you still play music a little bit too or no? Yeah, I do. You know, I do actually this, um, on Saturday I'm playing a holiday show at a professional theater company in, in Summit, New Jersey. So they, they're doing like this holiday show and I'm, I'm performing some music and actually I'm doing some acting in it. So it's like, it's going stretch me in many directions but it's cool yeah i still play music um you know i'm i'm a I, i'm pretty active in the local kind of uh music scene in northern new jersey so i have a lot of friends that that play music and that you know it's it's yeah i definitely play a lot of music and still am active in that in that community and um yeah you know i it's with time storm it's demanding a lot of time of me yeah but you know i i still think you know every once in a while i have a song idea i'll bust out my phone i put on the voice recorder so i remember the idea record it write down whatever i'm thinking of and then save it for later and it's really cool because then i go back to these like notes and these ideas and i'm like okay now i can start working on this song you know so it's it's pretty neat do you play any music aaron or no i play a little bit of guitar nice. I, used to, I used to play a lot more when i was uh younger uh, I wanted to be in a punk rock band. So Sweet. like that's, that was my dream. I, I got my brother a set of drums and I bought all the gear and the old school, like this is before any of this digital recording stuff. I had to actually put it in like a different recorder and yeah. And I had yeah. a whole mixer. I, I had the whole shebang. I had an extra room in my, in my wow. little, like apartment. So that was my, that was my studio and I had nobody around to worry about waking up. So I nice. wanted, I wanted to be the uh, MXPXs and the Rancids and the H two O's of the yeah. world. I would jump and bang on my guitar, and then awesome. now I just have an acoustic and I play cheesy songs all the time for myself. Oh, no, dude, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I want to hear some of your stuff. I, yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> awesome. Well, if I get anything down, I'll definitely let you know for sure. Sweet. Yeah, I, I think I do mostly cover. You know who Tony Sly is. From uh, I don't know if I don't know if you listen to any like he did uh he was with uh, No Use for a Name and he oh, okay. he passed away but he did acoustic stuff with the guy from Lagwagon another punk band and oh, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. really artistic um, acoustic stuff totally yeah, different yeah. than what they do and so I I play a, so, some of their songs because I like them but 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you write any of your own stuff? or? I used to. I'd have to try oh, to remember. Nice. I, I have a couple of them that were semi-decent. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I yeah. thought, you know, it's funny. Like, one of the things that I like doing, too, is every February, and maybe we can get you into this, Aaron, is uh, every February there's this thing called February Album Writing Month, and it's an online community where um, people are challenged to write 14 songs in 28 days. And then you, it's like, it's a total like social network where people are posting songs and then you can, you can talk about them. People give you good feedback and it's really supportive and really cool. And that's how I've gotten a lot of my songs that I've written is by doing this intensive, like 14 songs in 28 days where it's like, all you're thinking about is writing music and writing music. And it's really, really neat. But, um, all I'd say is that, uh, you know, that stuff is really interesting to me. It's like kind of making these, making these, uh, creating songs in a, in a quick, short amount of time. Cause I feel like the creative process at that point, you, you're not in your head so much because you have to create things so quickly. Yeah. And yeah. you're that sensor that's like, Oh, this, this is crap begins to shut off a little bit and allows you to kind of create, which is really neat. Yeah. When you're not writing songs for like a living, and you, it's right. not, it doesn't have to be perfect. I can right. see where, like, my head just started thinking, "Wow, the ideas that would come in your head because you'd be forced yeah. to, you would be forced to think outside the box to try to create." I might just try it anyway because it's that, man. that's. It, it sounds like you could get a lot of different ideas, even for the podcast and Timestorm and whatever, from just sitting there. Well, and, that's what I did. Boom. Actually, I did. I did that actually about a couple. I think it was last year and the year before. Actually, no, it was just last year. I created, uh, nobody knew what I was creating it for, but I knew, and I was challenging myself to write some of these, uh, and you'll hear it in the episodes to come, transition uh, music between scenes that I created during this thing because I was just like, you know, this is the time to do it right here, and I did it, and I created a bunch of these transition songs that you'll hear in Time Storm during February Album Writing Month. Nice. And what's really cool, there's a, I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, this, there's this book called The Artist's Way. And she's a, this woman takes you essentially through a 12-step program to recovering creativity. The Artist's Way? The Artist's Way, yeah. It's okay. really cool. And it's literally like a 12-step program to recovering creativity. And the one thing she says is like uh, learning how to, how to create and, and to uh, fight against those sensors. Those, she, I can't remember the name. They're called like um, just the, the sensors in your head that are saying what you're creating is crap, you know, and to fight against them, to write regardless of them and to see what comes out. Because sometimes the stuff that comes out, when you can get over that stuff, when you can get over those voices that are saying what you're creating is crap, or it was pretty cool. And the fact that your first draft or whatever you write first or whatever you do first, your first episode of your podcast it's probably going to be, eh, but that's okay because <laughs> you learn from that. Like what you were saying, you yeah. listen back and you're like, okay, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And you begin to kind of really develop this really kind of cool um, thing for yourself, you know, because you're learning and you're listening and you're growing and you're creating. And that's what's really cool uh, about that intensive kind of creation is that you kind of grow quickly because – you allow yourself to kind of let that sensor go, you know. That's a that's an interesting book because I I, I think it's called uh, the War of Art. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the same kind of concept where it's like anything that's pulling against you, that's the thing that's like keeping you out from being creative. Right. And so to, to knock that down, and I mean, I just listened to a podcast, and I go, I'll go back to this again. My favorite band, one of my favorite bands, MXPX. He did a pot. He does a podcast. Um, and, oh, yes. oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was talking. He was talking to a, a guy in another band about songwriting and the yeah. process and how they work in a big room and stuff. And and when they went over it, they were. Uh, he was saying like the first. It's very vulnerable because you get in a room of people and you're writing a song and then you throw something out there and it sounds stupid and it's silly right. and it, and right. you're like, oh, I don't ever want to do this again. But if you keep going instead of backing out of it, if you keep right. going to those things and putting yourself in the middle and keep throwing these ideas out there eventually a beautiful song comes out a hit song will be there absolutely. you know that's absolutely. how it starts yeah absolutely you know i had a professor in college who said to me and these are words that i will never ever forget she said never apologize for anything 
but in, in terms of creativity, never apologize for anything you do. She said, even if even if there's a voice in you that's saying, damn, that is the worst thing you could have ever written, <laughs> like, don't apologize for it, because, you know, that seeds, you know, uh, sows seeds of doubt in you and in other people, too. If you're, like, apologizing and saying, oh, man, what I did was crap, you know, then they begin to think, like, well, maybe... Is it is it crap? You know, and and if you don't put that you know sow that seed, then then there's not then that's not in their head, you know, because maybe yeah. they were thinking that song was freaking awesome, and you're like, oh, that song is crap, yeah. you know, and it's like, yep. yeah, it's like even if you feel it, like just just hit it over the head and get it out of the way, you know what I mean? The war against art, absolutely. Sometimes yeah. it is like a war. It's kind of yeah. like, all right, shut up. I need to do this work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think uh, it's a lot of times our view on what other people are going to think, like not right. not what they're thinking, right. but it's what we think they that they think of our stuff, and we're yep. seeing it in the most critical light. Like I see right. everything, you know, the sound of my voice, the moments, and the questions. You know, right. just like you see Time Storm, probably when you listen to it, you're like, okay. I need to build on this and do something better here. I need to be right. better. I need to improve. Right. Um, versus everybody else just listens to it and go, whoa, this is so amazing. You know, right. what, you cre- right. where did they come up with that story? And you're like, oh man, we, maybe we can make the story better. How do we make it better? Yeah, and, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, there's, there's, there's always room for growth, but you have to take that step. You have to take that first step and you have to do it because you can, you can sit on the sidelines and be to your blue in the face and wishing you're doing something. But, you know, and afraid to do it because you're afraid of those people saying, oh, what you're doing is crap. And it's really just your voices in your head that are like, that stuff is crap. Because they might not. They might, you might create this thing and they might be like, wow, that's awesome, Aaron. I love that song. Why weren't you playing that song like 10 years ago? You know what I mean? When you had it written, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of courage. You know, it's a lot of courage. It's a lot of being, you know, you know acting in the face of, all of these these things that are saying no, you shouldn't do it, you know, and it's it's tough sometimes, but it's taking the courage to be able to take that step and do it, which you did with your podcast, which is awesome. Yeah, cause it, I mean, everybody can hear it, and I was super nervous to start the first one, and yeah. I, like, I mean, everybody can hear Time Storm and all the other stuff that you know your your album on iTunes, like right. everybody can hear all that stuff, and that you think, oh, they're gonna, well, what are they, are they gonna write you and tell you how crappy your stuff is, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> So right, what is right, it? What right. is it? What does it do to you, really? Other than you get out there and you know whether you can do it or not. And people who right. I think, I like to look at it this way, and I look at it with like any sort of competition that I did, with like with my rollerblading. The only way I got good at it was to throw myself in the middle and embarrass myself, kind of, you know, right. in, in the middle of, of people who are really good. And I learned that way because if you don't ever take that step, like you said, if you don't ever jump in the middle of it. Right. Then you're never going to get better. And the people who right. make fun of you are the people who never jumped in the middle and did it themselves. Absolutely. You know, they're not yeah, the ones absolutely. that are going to throw their music out for the world to hear and say, here, judge my stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no. And you know, what's what's really cool. And, you know, listening to the episode of your daughter that you did with your daughter was really cool because kids are like that. Kids are, they will do things and they will try things and they will they will go for it, you know, because, you know, they don't have those years of all of these walls and sensors that are saying, Oh, you shouldn't do that. They'll just do it. And that's, what's really cool about kids. And what you can learn from kids is that they will just do it. And, and we, you know, it's hard to retain that as you get older because you have all of these people that are all of this history in the back of your head saying, "Ah, I don't know about that. I think you should choose something different. I think you should do something different. And, oh, that's crap. You have all of those, all that baggage, but kids don't. And that's what's really cool about watching kids like your daughter, which she was really cool in that podcast yeah. episode where, you know, they just, they'll just talk. They'll just do, they'll just say, they'll just play without worrying. And that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. She doesn't even realize that, you know, 200 people download that thing and listen to her talking about that, you know, and pass it on or a room, you know, she doesn't know she's sitting there with just a microphone and a laptop and she's talking to me eating an ice cream pop. Yeah. Right. And she's having a good time talking about your adventures and poop, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But that story was totally real. 
And I yeah. hope we did a good job reenacting it because that is a real story. <laughs> it was so much fun. It needs to be told too because it was hilarious. But well, uh, it's cool that you like you guys are comfortable talking about it, and it's just like you know that's an adventure you guys had, and that's you know that's those are the stuff that you guys will remember for the rest of your life. Like she was saying, like the one thing I would you rather have presents or would you rather have adventures? I'd rather have adventures yep. because that's what you take with you. You can't take, you can't take the house. You can't take the car. You know what I mean? You could, you could take those adventures and their memories with you. And that's, what's really cool. Well, it's like super similar to what you're just doing. You know, you yeah. could have the cars and the stuff if you keep your job, but you're like, yeah. no, I want this adventure right here. Cause this sounds fun. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, absolutely. No, you're good. I was just babbling no, on there in, in between. I was going to say like, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to have the, the time and the ability to be able to, to do the things I do. And I, and I get that. And I understand there's like a level of privilege that I've been uh, granted by being able to do this. Not everybody can. And I, and I get that, you know, but you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's exciting to me that I am doing it, you know, so it's, it's cool. It's scary at the same time, but it's cool. Well, it's taking the, I mean, if you have an opportunity taking it, that's the, like, you know, it's, you're fortunate to have an opportunity, but everybody eventually has an opportunity for something. But it's, if you let it pass, it's just like, like I told my wife, like my dream job isn't here yet. And I love my boss and I love my job that I do. Right. But if I'm always got my eye out for something that's like a dream job, because I want to be ready if that thing comes up, to take it and to go right. and pursue my passion, you know, like I want to be ready and like my senses all firing whenever that opportunity comes out to just go and do that thing. And, yeah. um, my wife actually is in the middle of doing that same exact thing I talk about right now, which I'm so, I'm super proud of her. It's awesome. awesome. But yeah, she's pursuing her passion as a, as a, uh, fitness trainer. She's, oh, that's awesome. she's been that's in it great. forever. Uh, you say trainer, it's like, the whole business wise, like everything yeah. involved with the business, she's involved with it. And so it's just a passion of hers and we're going for it. So that's great, man. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have a great relationship. You guys have a lot going on. Support is the other good thing. You know, you, it seems like you support her, she supports you. And that's, that's also key for, having things uh like we're doing having them be successful like my wife and i we really have a great support system with each other you know we really support each other we really we we you know it's never there's never anything competitive there's never anything that's like you know oh you really should be doing this or you really should be doing that it's total support and that's what's really that's also important too is just having that support system around whether it's wife family kids you know whoever you know, friends, especially friends, having the right friends around are also really important. Man, the people you surround yourself can can drag you down or pull you up. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It really is that way because there's a lot of people tell you don't do that. Like, don't quit your right. job to do this time storm thing. That's silly. Yeah. Right. 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 Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Now on the right. Now, okay. So that that I question popped in my head yeah, on this. So working with your wife, like you said, that's super important. Like yeah. the support system. Now you're working with her and creating this thing with her and you're yeah. doing this on this end and she's writing it. Does it ever yeah. come to a point where she's like, no, that's not what I want it to sound like or I don't like it. We need to change this, you know, and you're oh, thinking I, a different direction. Absolutely. I mean, there, there are times where, you know, we uh, will differ in opinion on things and it's just a matter of, I mean, we've got a good working relationship so we know when those moments happen how to talk how to figure it out how to you know not take it personally because it's not about you know who i am as a person or who she is as a person it's just a matter of figuring out okay what's not working here you know what i'm doing whether it's me or her or whatever whatever it is it's just like figuring that out and being able to talk through it uh and not take it personally is is huge you know and and you know not everybody Again, I'm lucky that we have that relationship because we've been we've been together for a very long time and we know each other and we really kind of work really well together. We've worked on a ton of things together, so we know how to really work together. So we're kind of blessed with that that aspect. 
but you know, for some people that might not be the case, you know, that might, it might not be that easy, but it's being able to really kind of know that it's not personal. Uh, we just need to figure whatever X is and we just need to figure it out and we figure it out. We all, we always do. And, you know, sometimes it's like a combination of our two ideas. Sometimes it's one idea or the other, but you know, we always figure it out. And that's what's, that's what's really neat. There's never, there's never a doubt in my mind that it's like, it's not going to be figured out. You know, we, we know it'll, It'll happen. A lot of people can't do that. They can't separate. Like I've been in a family business. I grew up in it. So I've seen all sides. Yeah. Uh, Different family members involved and, you know, the fighting that can go on and the person, they think it's a personal attack because you have a different opinion of business. And so when it's your wife, you know, then it's getting even, you know, it's even more sensitive if you can't have that relationship where it's like, Hey, this isn't personal. This is my opinion. You know, yeah. what's your opinion? Let's try to work out something in between that yeah. sounds great. Like, let's get the right. best product in here. But yeah, it's cool that you can work together like that. Now, working with her, what do you do on your off time? Ah, so, like, whenever y'all, great. you know, you're around people, you're around her all the time. How do you keep? Yeah. How do you keep the relationship from? We're doing time storm and we're doing this project. Now we're husband and wife over here. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, we do, we're really good with having our separate time too. Like I, I run, I exercise, I do a lot of, a lot of things, um, you know, like that. I ride a bike. So I'm like, I'm, I'm good with like taking my time to be alone. She, you know, she does her own things too. So we know we have our separate time. And, but then also, you know, we have our together time where we're not doing time storm where we'll go on a hike where we'll go, you know, we take our, we don't go on long adventures like you do. I'm very jealous of what you do. <laughs> but we go to like local adventures. Like we'll travel, you know, a few hours or a few hours away and stay somewhere overnight and, you know, go for a hike there and go to a, like a, a brewery or like a, you know, a distillery and, and like do that sort of thing where it's kind of cool and you're exploring an area that you've never been to. And that keeps things fun and fresh. You know, that's, that's always a, that's always a cool thing, but it's being able to kind of, separate that time too to be like okay this is time storm time this is our creative time but then this is our you know go out and hang out and do something else time yeah you know i mean really most of ours are like they sound like they're a long ways away and we have taken like we just jump so if opportunity presents itself we just go that's kind of the philosophy like okay we're gonna make this work we want to go there let's go for it Let's yeah. make this happen, you know. Um, and we both are of that same exact mindset, so it works perfectly for those big trips. Most of them are just like what you do, a couple hours away. In right. Texas, four hours is kind of a couple hours away, four or five yeah. hours. <laughs> but, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. But, yeah, you, uh, our couple hours is like your four hours, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I get it. But, I mean, that same sort of philosophy applies, and I dig that, man. It's super cool that you can – uh, find these different spots to go adventure that you haven't been before in the breweries and the distilleries and just check it out and hang out and just some downtime relaxing. And it's all, that's all part of what keeps your mind fresh. And I, I'm assuming after you do things like that, you get more ideas for the podcast as well. That oh, way. absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. It's like we go there with the intention of not, you know, talking about anything like that, but we end up talking about yeah. it. And, and, you know, it's like when you take, yourself out of your normal situation and you go somewhere else like you've done you go on an adventure you you begin to think differently and you begin to kind of see things in a different way and that's that's what's really cool too so you begin talking about it anyway and you get some ideas and you come back and you're like you know rejuvenated a little bit which is kind of cool yeah and like you were saying you go hike and you do that stuff together i know when i hike with my wife it is nonstop conversation with her and we go yeah. down all sorts of rabbit holes of things that we wouldn't necessarily normally talk about um, here, you know, at home in our day to day. Cause we've got kids swim, we've got tennis right. practice, we've got working out, we've got jobs, you know, it, on and right. on down the line, we've got time just bang, bang, bang down the line. And then when we're out there, right. we just have time to actually, we're walking. And so there's nothing out there. There's no technology that we can look at. We're yeah. just like, Hey, and we talk about all these different crazy ideas and what it would be like to be here. And then, by, you know, we're like, man, we really enjoy those conversations a lot. Absolutely. You know, that's, I mean, hiking and, and, and a time where you can just kind of put a phone away, put a computer away and just kind of walk 
And talk is really cool. It's yeah. really cool. I love hiking because of that. Like you said, you just get you, your mind just begins to go, and you can talk, and you just kind of you don't have that all that technology in front of you, and your brain just like goes, yeah. It's really cool. So where are some cool spots in New Jersey that you can go and hike and see the outdoors and different cool spots? Well, you're going to have to come to New Jersey and I'll show you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's some cool, I mean, the Appalachian Trail goes through New Jersey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you there's some really beautiful areas. And um, because of glacier activity in this area, there are just some amazing places. just structures like there's this place near us called uh tripod rock and it's exactly what you would think because of glacier erosion there's this huge boulder like it's huge sitting on three small rocks created by a glacier and it's nuts like it's just cool to see you go to it and like you can go underneath the huge boulder where the three rocks are propping it up. And it's just, it's just really neat. You know, like there's things like that. There's tripod rock, there's the pine barrens, which are, um, I think it's the biggest area of pine barrens in one of the biggest in the United States is in New Jersey. Like it's, and I don't know if you've ever been to a place like the pine barrens, but it's like, it's kind of disorienting where you have sand, you have, pine trees you have and everything kind of begins to look the same but it's so unique and you can hike through this you know there's um the palisades in in new jersey too which overlook the hudson and those the rock structures are just nuts nuts i mean you can you you see what's been carved out by again by glaciers and you just kind of just see these crazy rock structures there's natural like stair uh like stairs that have been created by glaciers that you can kind of walk down and be by by Hudson. And, you know, there's, um, there's the skylands in New Jersey, which are just also beautiful. You know, there's, um, uh, you know, some of some places down by the New Jersey shore, you know, and New Jersey shore, <laughs> bad rap <laughs> online. But there's some, actually some really cool, like there's uh, Sandy Hook, which is a beautiful area in the Jersey Shore that you can hike and there's a beautiful lighthouse and you can bike on it. And there's old like army barracks from the 50s that have been abandoned. And it's just, it's just really, there's some really cool stuff that if you come to New Jersey here and I'll take you on a hike and we'll go fun. I'm gonna, I, we're going to have to take you up on that. Yeah. Oh, I gotta talk my wife into it. She's gonna hear the yeah. podcast. Like, hey, we need to go check out New Jersey while we're there. I know not a lot. Not a lot of people say that, but you know, and you know, it's funny. New Jersey gets a, a bad rap a lot, of, and understandably so. You know, a lot of people travel to uh, Newark Airport and they have to go through the New Jersey Turnpike, and that's probably one of the crappiest places to drive in the world. And it smells part of it. And it's just, and people just get the sense of like, that's what it is because that's what you're traveling on. But you go away from that. And there's some really beautiful, I mean, the, the, it's, it's motto is the garden state. You know, be, there is just a ton of different varying plants and plant life and just really kind of cool things in New Jersey to see. So, you know, I'm, I'm selling New Jersey a little bit more than probably I should be. But <laughs> no, anyway, no, not at all. if you decide to ever come here, man, <laughs> you'll go right. No, we're going to have to see how the trip works out. Like I said, it's yeah. I know it's Syracuse and then on down the line, we're just going to kind of go, we're going to spend a couple of days in the city and then head yeah. out. So, in that in that time, I'm definitely I'll definitely let you know when we're there. We'll try to Yeah. Yeah, cuz we're right outside of the city. You know, we're like 12 miles from the city, so that's like, you know, depending on traffic, it could be an hour or it could be, you know, 20 minutes. So. Man, that's that's one thing I do not like about big cities so much. You know, I go through Houston, been to LA, and I was like, I called my wife one time and I said, if you just drop somebody in the middle of Houston and there's no signs around, like where you can tell the different state that you're in, you would think you're in LA. Like yeah. you would think you're there. It's it's just, it's the same. Not, not one's worse or the other. It's like, it's right. all the same. It's kind of like congested, kind of dirty, like in the town. It's not as clean as you would think it would be. Like I had these right. visions of LA being so clean. Right, it's not. It's not clean, you know. Are you near? Are you near Houston? Uh, I'm pretty close to it. Yeah, about an hour and a half away. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, not not yeah, me far. Me and my wife are going to be in Austin at the end of of uh, January. And that, that's pretty far. You're going to have far. to you're going to have to let us know because we are we're actually the same distance away from Houston we are from Austin. And we go to Austin ah. a lot. We go to Austin oh, nice. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we're over there. There and if we can catch up, maybe get get a cup of coffee or something, that'd be cool. Yeah, totally, man. That'd be really cool. And I work in the area a lot too over there, so yeah, that'd be that'd be fun, man. But this, yeah, uh, yeah. well, man, this has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I really like it. And uh, where can everybody find your Time Storm podcast? Um, The beautiful creation that is all your stuff there. Sure, it's at, uh, so they would go to gocotasomedia.com, and I'll spell this out for you. And it's C-O-C-O-T-A-Z-O-Media.com. And you can go there, and you'll see immediately see links for Timestorm. And it'll have different ways of listening to it, whether it's iTunes or, or whatever kind of podcatcher way you want to listen to your podcasts. You can, you can find it there. So Yeah. All right. Is that the only thing you do through that through that site, or you do more things through that? You no, know, we do other things. You know, I I um I have my music uh, through Cocodasso Media, and I've also produced uh, recently produced an album of Thanksgiving songs by uh, New Jersey musicians, uh, which is really neat. And it's called "Stuff This in Your Face" with very New Jersey attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's you know the songs are great, and you know we were you know it was produced with a website called You Don't Know Jersey, which is a you should check out if you are coming through New Jersey because they actually post really cool things to do in New Jersey that are off the beaten path that are not like traditional things that you do, um, and I know that's the kind of stuff that you like to do. Yeah. So you know you know they're they're really high on doing that, and I we collaborated with them and created this album. So we do music, we do Time Storm. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much it for right now. You know, we do have another podcast that we do um, uh, that's an anthology series, but that's, that's something that's, we do, we're doing less of now as we're doing Time Storm. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Go check him out, everybody, because he's a a super cool guy and uh, he does really good work. I'll stand by it, but, uh, and hopefully I'll see you in New Jersey, man. Yeah, maybe I'll see you in Texas. I hope so. That'd be cool. <laughs> Thanks for doing this again. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, right, best absolutely. of luck to you and Thanks your so. wife. Thanks for having me, Aaron. All right, you bet. All right, man. Bye. Bye-bye.